Hello and welcome to Hacked Off. So today I wanted to talk about penetration testing versus red teaming. So I wanted to bring this topic up effectively because a lot of people have heard of these two terms but don't necessarily know what they mean. And also because the terms don't necessarily mean the same thing to everyone. So I figured it would be a good topic to talk about just to elaborate on the different kinds of security testing that are available to people and then the benefits of those two kinds of testing. So I guess the first thing to do is define what I mean by those terms. With uh, the security industry, very often the terms can mean a lot of different things depending on contexts, and sometimes it can mean different things just to different people. So if I'm going to have a discussion on the benefits of the thing, I should probably elaborate on what I mean by those terms. So they're both terms uh, to define different kinds of security testing. And those are manual security testing methods. So we're in the same spectrum as things like vulnerability assessments. But with a vulnerability assessment, it's an entirely automated test generally. Yes, there's a human who loads a scope into a scanner, but you hit go in a scanning tool and it begins testing for you. With penetration testing and red teaming, they're generally entirely human-led. And they offer different things, or I guess more accurately, you would be testing different things. So we'll talk a little bit about that, and then I'll try and talk about the benefits of them. I'm not trying to get to a position where I say, you should use this type of testing because overall it's objectively better. They're just testing different things, so it's worth looking at that. With penetration testing, it's a human-led engagement. So a person will come to an organization and test a specific a part of their systems, and they'll do that in a specific amount of time. So another way of wording that is it's time-limited and scope-restricted. This, this is a, a limitation with the kind of testing, but it's one that's there for a good reason. Why is penetration testing generally time-limited? It's because when you acquire a consultancy service, you're uh, effectively paying per day or per a certain unit of time. So by controlling how much time the assessor has, it allows you to budget for those kinds of security assessments and those kinds of things. But by restricting the tester in that way, it can limit the results of the test. So with the penetration test, you get a consultant to come in and they'll assess an aspect of your security for a certain amount of time. By aspect, I mean that the assessment is scope restricted. So what we're saying there is generally the tester will come in and look at something like the external infrastructure or a external web application, something like that. You can break your systems down into um, technical systems, so web applications, infrastructure, those kinds of things. Or we can do social testing, so that's social engineering and, and that kind of thing. Or, of course, physical security testing. And generally, with penetration testing, we'll be just testing one of those at a time. So a web application or infrastructure, those kinds of things. There's a benefit and a limitation with that. The benefit, of course, being that it allows for a more manageable report. If you're assessing just one aspect of the security, the company will be able to deal with the output from that much easier, and the report or the deliverable will go to the correct team. Whereas if you're assessing an entire organization or an entire, uh, all of their systems, it can become a lot harder just to manage the output or the deliverable from the report. So being time limited and scope restricted is a good thing on one hand, but on the other hand, it, um, doesn't allow for the assessor to test the interconnectivity between those things. So maybe a vulnerability which would be classed as a social issue, so something like phishing, where you could extract credentials or coerce uh, staff members into giving credentials, those might allow a web application assessment to go a little bit further. So there's a limitation there. But generally, a pen test is time-limited and scope-restricted. 
So what do we mean by a red team engagement? There's probably two main definitions to red teaming. Some people only require one of them to be true. Other people would say they both have to be true for it to be a red team. So I'll just give you the two and we'll talk about that kind of testing. But generally with a red team engagement, well, what do we mean by the red team? It's the simulated attack team. So it's the, the bad guys or the security assessors who are coming in to uh, look at your systems. Now, some people say that for it to be a red team test, there has to be a blue team. So there has to be a defensive team that are actively monitoring the system. So in that regard, what we're talking about here is changing what the security is uh, the security assessment is actually testing. So with a penetration test, you're coming in and you're looking for vulnerabilities in a, a system from a technical point of view. Can you find weak passwords, missing patches, those kinds of things. Whereas a red team might simply be assessing the defensive side of things. So um, does the blue team notice that an attack is taking place? If they do notice that the attack is taking place, are they able to accurately determine what the red team are looking for or what they're exploiting, what their intention is? So some people would define a red team engagement as similar to a penetration test, but where there's an active blue team looking out for the attackers. And that would alter the way that they perform the security assessment in the very least, because you would have to avoid detection. You maybe uh, perform less kinds of tests, so you perform them over a longer period of time. So when we look at that thing that we mentioned earlier with it being time limited, that's of course an issue. If the tester has to do things more slowly, it'll take more time and therefore could arguably be more costly. The second side of things is when we looked at this scope restricted so some people would say for it to be a red team engagement, it shouldn't be scope restricted. And the assessor should be able to do physical, social, or technical assessments to gain business impact. So really, what's the difference between a penetration test and a red team? It depends entirely on what it is that you're testing. Penetration test, looking for specific vulnerabilities. A red team, looking to avoid the blue team, looking to show the interconnection between systems and how vulnerabilities can come out from that. And what that effectively means is that the benefit to the organization is different. I do think this also ties into an organization's maturity. So, I mean, for one thing, if you don't have a blue team or you don't have someone like a security operations center, a SOC, or you don't have something like specific members of the IT team whose main role is uh, monitoring for attacks taking place, be that something naive like log monitoring or something more complicated like threat hunting, if you don't have people who are monitoring, then there's no need for a red team because you don't have that capability to assess. So red teaming is arguably uh, beneficial to organizations who are more mature or looking to develop their maturity of uh, their security a little bit further. Penetration testing would generally uh, find significant security vulnerabilities, but because we don't have that interconnection between systems, you'll sometimes find that it finds less issues. But it does that in a way that's uh, more efficient, so it can be a cost-effective um, security mechanism. Uh, so the last thing on the difference between penetration testing and red teaming is a lot of penetration testing can just involve one assessor or one consultant. If the assessor is only judging a single aspect of a system security, as long as they fundamentally understand that kind of security testing, that would be just fine. So if you're judging a web application, you would get a web application tester. Whereas with red teaming, if you're broadening the scope so much that it's including physical, social, and technical side of things, it's very likely that you would require more people. So again, that's a difference between pen testing and red teaming that can just cause a, a cost increase. So I hope that covers the differences between penetration testing and red teaming. Just to quickly summarize that, the differences are in how long the assessment will take, 
and the scope itself, so whether uh, all systems are in scope or a subset of systems, but it also adjusts the way that the assessment is placed in terms of the techniques that the tester would use. So in a red team engagement, we're much more likely to be avoiding detection, avoiding an active monitoring system, that kind of thing. So yeah, if you guys have any questions about specifically security testing or even just wider information security industry, feel free to add comments or um, you can tweet us at Sakama and we'll uh, jump on those questions and try and uh, add a little bit of context.